It's time we got real about Giancarlo Stanton. Is this working? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Create an account on the GameTime app and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, big show. <laughs> big show today, Stace. Big show. One of our first big off-season episodes. Thanks so much for clicking today, guys. We're going to spend the whole show talking about Giancarlo Stanton. Later on, we're going to talk about the future of him. We're going to give you the options that the Yankees have, if any. Talk about potential bounce backs, what he would need to do. First, Stacey, we wanted to get all the nuts and bolts out of the way. Talk about his numbers, the trade, how he landed here. Give you some comparables as well. So let's go ahead and dive right into this, Stacey. Giancarlo Stanton, bust or not? Maybe not as clear cut yet. We're going to get into it. So let's get into it, Stacey. The numbers clearly recently it's been a full-fledged nosedive, and coming to a head in 2023, the numbers were the worst of his career by a long shot. Slash line, just plain and simple, 191, 275. Weirdly enough, the slugging still up at 420, which is a far cry from where it's been in his career. Sure. <laughs> but still, I mean, a 420 slugging is, isn't bad, man. Like, you'll, you'll take that from a lot of guys. In his tenure, Stacy with the Yankees, which is now six years, feels kind of crazy to say. It's been an all-star once. One all-star nod in 2022, of course, last season, did end up only uh, batting 211. Of course, the average has obviously been on a steady and steep decline. Um, the home run numbers are pretty good still. There are a lot of issues outside of the numbers, which we're going to get into. But the trade that brought Stanton to the Yankees, I wanted to do a quick retrospective on. Starlin Castro, Jorge Guzman, and Jose Devers for Stanton and that massive contract. Good deal, bad deal in your mind, Stacey? Oh, at the time it felt good just because, you know, in everyone's mind you're thinking, oh my God, you're going to have Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge in the same lineup. And all you were thinking about was they're going to combine to hit 100 home runs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> every year. Yeah. And it's going to be so much fun to watch. So at the time, you're thinking, hell, yes, this is totally worth it. Who cares? Like, who cares about the money? It's not mine. I don't care. Just seeing those two guys. Like, it was really an exciting thought. And I remember when Stanton first came over and he said, you know, I feel sorry for the baseballs. And we were all just like, hell, yes, this is going to be so great. And then it didn't. But you know, you, there are a lot of times you don't know if things are going to work out. You, you don't. That's just how life is. You may think things are going to work out, but life has a funny way of throwing things back in your face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were getting the NL MVP. Yeah. In this following, like no the same, following the same season where Judge probably could have had MVP along with Rookie of the Year because his numbers were insane that year. And, uh, you know, Jose Altuve beat him in a few, but if you look down the line, Judge was leading in every other category. Don't get me started. But the thought of having the NL MVP and the possible AL MVP in the same lineup was just like when you look at a good piece of meat and you start drooling, that's basically what it was like when <laughs> the Stanton trade happened. You're just like, this is going to be so much fun watching them. <laughs> yeah. And you're thinking, really, all you gave up there was Starling Castro. When yeah. All said I mean, and done now. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and Castro was good. Mm-hmm. You know, not a massive difference maker, but a good major league bat and a good major league glove. Like he he went on to have a pretty decent career in uh, a listless Miami at the time. Yeah. So it happened. Um, the injuries are clear, Stacy. The injury problems are crazy, right? Like it, it's insane how much time he has missed and the types of injuries he's had to go through. The lower body stuff is is seriously baffling yeah. how it's affected him. The strikeouts, uh, this the the approach, the swing is mind-numbing sometimes. You're watching him at the plate, to be frank. Um, and then with those lower body issues, Stacey, the speed is I, – I, there were times in 2023 this season where I couldn't believe he was running as slow as he was. It felt almost like a joke sometimes when you're watching him round third, round second, and you're like, I feel like you can go faster. No, like, are you in that much? Are you in pain? Like, it's just, it's confusing. It's confusing to watch. I mean, to the point where Aaron Boone has to kind of defend it, like half-hearted kind of has to be like, well, it's very like family guy. Well, who else but Quagmire? Like, it's just kind (laughs) of like, that's what we're doing. It's just like, "Mm, well, here we are. Right. So when it comes to the issues for Giancarlo Stanton, I think the issues that you have, mainly the speed, the injury, and the strikeout part of it, you're going... Those are things that do not get better with age. Mm-mm. And that has me worried looking forward in this contract, which, of course, we're going to get into later on in the show. But when you think of the issues of Stanton, Stacy, where are you at um, on correctability, um, just like your concern level of the future for Stanton? I mean, how do you correct the injuries? You can't correct the injuries. You can try to create, cor- <laughs> hello, correct the strikeouts. Um, you know, I feel like the first year he came over, he had 211. And that was up from 163 the previous year when he won the MVP. And I feel like he put a lot of pressure on himself. Um, you know, the first game as a Yankee in Yankee Stadium, I think he went over five with five strikeouts or four strikeouts. Like it was, you know, and he started that season off strong with two home runs in Toronto. They started on the road and everyone was like, oh, this is going to be great. And I feel like he put a lot of pressure on himself that year. And I mean, he still finished fine. Um, but the strikeout numbers are disturbing if you look at them. Like if you just look at the strikeouts, they don't look as bad because they look like they're lowering. But then you look over to the games played column and you realize, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, only 101 games in 2023, 110 in 20... 2022. Like, yeah, again, but that the was strikeouts only going up. Year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the strikeouts are still uh per capita if you're looking at yes. the per capita here it's it's not great the rate is very high and again i test you're just watching him going man like he he looks lost up there sometimes yeah there are some swings he takes where you know um where there are some guys you see it every once in a while where they're just really off they get really fooled by a pitcher but i feel like with him it's a lot more often now and i joked like a couple months ago that maybe he needs to get his eyes checked I mean, you never know. <laughs> yeah, Stacy, we wanted to do some comparisons to some Yankees of past. I know you had a couple <clears throat> of them. Like, are there comparable Yankees for him as far as hype is concerned and lack of productivity? Yes. Okay. Now I'm going to preface this. Dave Winfield's a Hall of Famer. He's a really good player when he came over. He was a really good player for the Yankees. But in terms of hype, in terms of the team he was surrounded by, in terms of the fact that he was brought over in the early 80s and the Yankees did nothing in the 80s, that makes it similar to Stanton because they brought him over and, you know, to pair him up with Judge to make the team stronger, but then they surrounded them with 
rosters that didn't quite do it. And the same thing happened with the Yankees in the 80s. Dave Win Winfield came over in 81. Um, Mattingly comes up in 83, explodes in 84. They have the batting race and it's like a whole big thing. And you have those two guys at the top of the team doing all this stuff and the rest of the team does nothing. It wasn't Winfield's fault at all. It's just similar in that sense. Length of the contract and just the hype surrounding him and nothing to really show for it as a team. You know, he was an all-star perennial. I mean, Winfield was great, but I feel like they're similar in that way. The other one, and people will definitely agree with me on this one, <laughs> Jacoby Ellsbury. <laughs> no one wanted him, really. Honestly, when people were so upset when the Yankees went for him because he had one good season. One good season. Stanton had his best season the year before the Yankees got him. Ellsbury was similar. And Ellsbury was an unmitigated disaster. And the Yankees had to buy him out the last year of his contract. And he wasn't even really around the last couple of years of his contract just because of injuries and stuff. And I feel like that's the way the Stanton thing is going to unfold because we're already seeing it. And we still have how many years left on that thing. And it feels really similar to Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, I remember when the Yankees got Ellsbury. I remember being, you know, not following the Yankees at the time on a regular basis, being like, what? Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. uh, it was very <laughs> confusing. It was very confusing. And I don't know, maybe the first domino to fall, if you're kind of looking back on it a little bit, to where we are at now after 2023. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of the, the first head scratcher for me, where I'm just going, hmm, that doesn't seem Yankee-esque. But here we are. Here mm -hmm. we are. Stanton felt Yankee-esque at the time. When sure. you make that trade, it felt right. You're like, yeah, of course the Yankees go out and get the biggest monster baseball's ever seen. Uh, and, you know, for 2018, while it wasn't, you know, the 2017 season, it, it worked and it seemed right. Uh, but I don't, I mean, look, every player falls off, but I don't think you were anticipating it this early at age 33, him being in the absolute bottom of the cellar in every single stat category he has. Right. So it's it's confusing and we're going to get into it a little bit more because you mentioned the contract, Stacey. When we come back, we have to talk about can he bounce back because the Yankees are semi stuck with him. <laughs> what can he do to bounce back? We'll discuss that. Of course, as a reminder, we're still five days a week here on Locked On Yankees. So don't forget to hit subscribe. We have more to talk about. So stick around. Steve and I think buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and shows near you. Baseball in New York may be over, but the Rangers and Islanders preseason is here. The Nets and the Knicks are on the way. And of course, football. Football's happening. <laughs> Not good football, but it's happening. Game time takes all the work out of buying tickets. So all you have to do is tap a few times and you're in. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to just moments before kick off, tip off, get exclusive flash deals on tickets for other events too, like concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With their lowest price guarantee and event cancellation protection, Game Time is the best place to buy tickets in just a matter of seconds. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, that's code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now on Locked On, Yankees, hey, everydayers out there, coming up on tomorrow's show. Look, it might not be the most sexy topic we ever do, but it's a very important one. Coming up on tomorrow's show, arbitration candidates for the Yankees. 
They have the most in baseball this offseason, 17 ARB eligible players. So there's a lot to do when it comes to next season's roster. Who's going to get signed? How much are they going to sign for? Who's going to be non-tendered? There's a lot going on. So that's going to be on tomorrow's show, a full-fledged look at the arbitration candidates. So make sure to hit subscribe. Stacy, back to Stanton. Okay, so the Yankees are semi-stuck with him, right? Right now, guaranteed through 2027. The contract actually can run through 2029. He's a, a, a club option in 2028 and, um, and would be an unrestricted free agent in 2029. So the Yankees, they won't, could actually have him through 2028. Uh, there's a $10 million buyout at the end of that contract. There's also a very weird quirk where in 26, 27, and potentially 28, the Marlins actually pay $10 million of that uh, contract. So it's a smaller contract when it gets to the end of it for New York. Right now, you're in the thick of it. So look, money, 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 yada, yada, yada. They got plenty of it. But that's the case. So the Yankees, in their minds, are going, we kind of got to make this work. Like they're, they're, they're very much relying on Stanton as being a big part of the roster. And what I'm kind of noticing right now, Stacy, is for the last few years, there's been a revolving villain on mm. the Yankees 26-man roster, 25-man roster, if you go back far enough. Aaron Hicks, Josh Donaldson, IKF. These guys were fan bases crying to get rid of this dude, get rid of this guy. And look, some of it's valid, some of it a little over the top. We don't need to get into that. But I feel like Stanton is the next guy to be the rotating villain. Oh, so yeah. how do the Yankees fix him? Before we get into that, Stacey, do you think it's possible that Giancarlo Stanton bounces back? Let's not even go to Stanton MVP levels. Let's just say to league average. I would hope so because he's still only 33. That's not ancient in baseball. And guys have played well into their 40s doing okay as a DH, which is what he's going to have to be. I know he feels more comfortable playing in the outfield just from a game standpoint for not sitting around, but he doesn't move well and he can't, you know, there are certain balls he can't get to and it's just, they need him to bounce back. I don't know how he does. I also, I'm just worried that his body's breaking down sooner than they thought it was going to. That's my too. big worry. Sooner and than he's thought, you know, yeah. I mean, cause like, again, I go back to the yeah. eye test here. Physically. He's a statue. Mm -hmm. Like he, he looks insane still. Like he, it's not like, Oh, over the years he's gained weight and he looks like, yeah, he's not running around with like a pot belly and looking all like, you know, like, no. like, you know, what's that? He's still body issue Stanton. Like it's yes. not even close. he still looks insane. He still looks like a superhero. Barrel chest. What's that called? When it got you right? Something like that. But he's not running around like that. He still looks like an Adonis. And it's <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So it, it's really confusing as like physically watching him. And you're going like, man, he looks awkward. I've, I've talked about him uh, and his swing in particular on this show briefly. But bears repeating, of course, we're doing a deep dive here on Stanton. Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to say it. I hate his swing. I hate I so it from a mechanical standpoint. I hate his swing. It's ugly. Um, <laughs> quick anecdote reminds me a lot of Tim Tebow, a lot of Tim Tebow. Yes. I know. I just said that just from a mechanical swing standpoint. Okay. It, it, that's how awkward it is in my, in my mind. Mm -hmm. I remember watching Tim Tebow. He was weirdly enough in the league when I got, uh, uh, a play-by-play -play gig in Charleston, West Virginia uh, for the power pirate system. And he was on the Columbia Fireflies, the Mets affiliate in uh, South Atlantic League back then. 
and watching watching him play felt almost similar. It was like if you take Giancarlo Stanton's swing and Barry Bonds's outfield play, that was Tim Tebow, but without the good stuff, right? right. Without the good stuff. Um, mm. Whatever. Doesn't matter. But what I'm getting at here is I really hope there's a way that if it's Sean Casey or whomever, not that you're trying to change someone's mechanics start to finish, but right. there needs to be something done about Stanton's swing because as you get older, your bat speed is going to go down. And we're already seeing Stanton having serious trouble with fastballs, especially up in the zone. He cannot get to it, right? Mm -hmm. There are times where he runs into him down in the zone. That's his wheelhouse, and he's able to handle that. But the bat speed is really, really concerning to me. So there's a way, there's got to be a way that whoever it is, Sean Casey or whoever, finds a way to speed up the bat and gets it a little more fluid because it's so herky jerky. Mm. And it's so worrisome for me that he can't bounce back if that's going to continue to be his swing. Stacey, you've talked about it on numerous occasions. We've had conversations about it on the show about reinventing pitchers as they get older. And I think there needs to be some sort of style in that regard for Giancarlo Stanton too, because yeah. this swing moving forward as he gets older and as pitchers keep getting faster and better, I'm worried that the numbers are going to continue to dip and the Yankees are going to come to a crisis point where they're going to go, you know, how much longer do we go with this? And that's what I wanted to ask you. How long is this leash? Because you can't keep doing this. You can't keep putting him in the middle of your lineup and he's going to bat 170. Like right. at some point push comes to shove. Stacy, do you have any idea how long that leash is? Oof. I mean, honestly, with how far he's fallen in the last few years, the leash should really only be 2024 at this rate. It should only be 2024 at this rate. As for the Yankees, they'll probably push it into 2025, but I don't see him here beyond 25, really. I think that might be the end. Um, you can't have him here for that long if he's just going to keep declining because he's going to kill the lineup. And you have to yeah. play him because you're paying him. I mean, <laughs> And it's taking a roster spot. I think that's part of this, too. If there were an obvious answer in the outfield or as the DH, then maybe this would be a harder question. But the yeah. Yankees while being handcuffed still don't really have any like greater incredible options. It's not like Everson Pereira is like, dude, I need at bats right now. It's like the Yankees already have enough holes in the outfield and they have, you know, next season DJ or Oswald are going to be DHing too. Like you're going to have a little bit of a revolving door at the DH spot. Rizzo's probably going to get some DH time was, too. Yeah. So like there's, there's enough to go around at bat wise in that regard. But yes, yeah. like Stanton has to do something like he, Yes, he ran into a good chunk of home runs this year, and that that's encouraging. At mm -hmm. least the power is still there. Again, the 420 slug this oh, season yeah. is nothing to scoff at. Sure. Um, so there's something there. And I think there's another question to be asked here. If the Yankees are contending, because if the Yankees aren't contending. Then right, and who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. But if they're legitimately trying to vie in 2024 and 2025, that question gets a little bit more hard-pressed. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Um I mean, we'll see what happens in the offseason, who they get, um, if they improve the team, if they think they have a chance of making the playoffs in 2024, and just how he's doing 
Um, you know, and I think it's fair to give him some time. He might start off slow and then heat up. You know, I don't want people calling for his head, you know, two weeks into April. You know, we knew he was going to be this bad. Like, give him a little bit of time to. Yeah. But if it's, you know, the all-star break and he's still not doing great, the Yankees really need to think about what they need to do with him. Yeah. And Bears repeating, you don't need this guy to be a 360 hitter. Like, that's, that's No, you insane. just need him to do something. You need him to be league average when it mm -hmm. comes to batting average. As yeah. close to league average is fine because he gives you a lot with the with the power. Mm -hmm. So you know that power is there still, and you can tap into that. But it's again the swing, the mechanics of it, and the health are, are seriously con concerning. And I don't know how long that leash is, Stace. I think you might be on the mark there. Twenty twenty four is probably where it should be, and twenty twenty five might be a little more realistic. Um, but I don't know because. Because the Yankees, if they are contending to go back to that point, they need Stanton. Yeah. He has to be a part of the equation. Because if he's not, then what are we doing at this point? Right. <laughs> uh, we're not done talking about this. When we come back, what can the Yankees do? We've given you some options, but we need to dive in on what they can and what they cannot do, what they will likely or what they will likely not do. That's next. <laughs> Back now on Locked On Yankees. All right, what can the Yankees do, Stacey? Um, we kind of talked about a little bit the bounce back, what they can do there. I mean, that that's the easy answer is get better. <laughs> like, yeah. Just be better at baseball. Be better. Stay uh, healthy. <laughs> stay healthy. Duh. That would make everything better. Of course it would. Of course it would. Yeah. It's not that easy. When it comes to trades, Stacey, mm. I think we need to start there because a lot of people – admittedly when they don't know what they're talking about just scream trade stanton trade whoever do whatever right trades got to benefit both sides mm -hmm. duh duh when the yankees got stanton starling castro was was a guy that they thought could could give you some regular mlb playing time they thought jorge guzman and jose devers they were top 30 prospects like there were guys a part of that and of course the marlins were like we got to get out of this contract because mm -hmm. we're seeing that the writing on the wall, we're not going to be competing here in the near future. So it's handcuffing us in their eyes. Trade Stacy full, no trade clause. Of course he waived it. He waved it to get to New York and he didn't want to essentially. He, he really did want to be in Miami. It's why he's selling just a 12 year contract in the first place. He mm -hmm. wanted to play his whole career down there. Um, entertain me Stace. Would Giancarlo Stanton waive his no trade again? And would any team in the world be willing to take it on? <laughs> no, I know that he would. The one team I think he would go to if they did would be the Dodgers, just because it was his childhood team and he would probably yeah. like to play there. But I can't see any team, honestly, any team taking on that contract, no matter what the Marlins are kicking in. I, no matter what mm -mm. the Yankees are kicking in. And no matter what the Yankees would be kicking in, especially if it gets to the point where he's so bad, they, they're they trying to trade him away because they can't do anything with him. <laughs> or if they look back and it's, you know, just the injuries and everything else, I, can't, I honestly can't see any MLB team wanting to take this on at all for yeah, any it reason. It would have to be like... The Yankees are paying 90% of the salary. Yeah. <laughs> the team is needs a DH. Uh, they're looking for 
right-handed power in the like worst it would have to be extreme possible. yeah like the yankees would really have to like all right fine take on almost the whole thing yeah well, you you guys take them we'll take care of most of it just take them yeah. off our hands kind and, of thing and throw in a kicker throw yeah. in a clayton beater-esque kicker right like mm -hmm. that kind of thing like maybe a prospect that's going to hit and hey beater's hit so far uh in the minors but like that's the gallo thing right you're going like right. okay maybe Maybe we get we pay a good chunk of this salary. We, you take them off, you know. You take a sh uh, a problem off our shoulders and throw in a kicker, and, and that's Clayton Beater. Again, it's worked out in that regard here on that mm -hmm. front. But yeah, um, you touched on it last segment, 2024, 2025. Mm. The DFA route would be a, a pretty surprising move. Yeah. Uh, they DFA'd Hicks at the end of a contract. They DFA'd Donaldson at the end of the contract. They buy out Jacoby, Jacoby Ellsbury at the, towards the end of his contract. We're not towards the end of that contract, and I think that's what makes this whole thing so much cloudier. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I said realistically 2024-2025 um, from a baseball standpoint, just baseball on its own, just his performance, everything. But then you factor in that contract and my God, you said it earlier in the show, how long and how far it goes. And it's just, <laughs> woo, talk about being hamstrung by a contract. I mean, this might be one of the biggest examples of it ever in baseball. Um, just, I don't know what, if they were to DFA him, that wouldn't happen until probably 2027, <laughs> like right before, that yeah. final year track record know? rise that was that's what we've seen with these larger contracts you think albert pulholz dfa'd in the last year of his contract obviously goes on to sign with the dodgers plays one more year in st louis um you mentioned ellsbury we've mentioned hicks and donaldson obviously not as big as stanton's contract but right this is this has been a fairly yankee centric standpoint podcast if you will i think it's also fair to talk about stanton himself mm -hmm. and clearly this is not how he wants things to be going he's expressed a lot of frustration we saw a lot of the comments he had made to the media towards the end of the season and how critical he had been of himself and at least at least saving grace there's that side of it where it's not a guy who's just you know taking a a, a pay trek and and walking off the field and not caring he cares oh yeah and i think that does factor in here where yes you can talk about the team and and their woes and all that but you got to think about the person here too. Yes, the paycheck makes things a little bit easier, but Stanton ultimately does want to perform. He just has been unable to. So at least when you're talking about the route of what the Yankees can do is, well, figure it out. At least you have a willing party on Giancarlo Stanton's front to be able to do that. He clearly wants to be better. Yes, and I think that's why fans should kind of ease up on him a bit because he's not one of those guys who doesn't take responsibility. He'll come out and say, yeah, I suck tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could have done better. I know I can do better. I'm frustrated with my results and, you know, we're going to try and figure this out. I know some people were joking about how maybe he should hang out with Aaron Judge and use his personal hitting coach to try and figure things out. Because, you know, they're similar in stature. stature. They're uh, both right-handed hitters. I mean, why not? And then you had mentioned Barry Bonds earlier. I would love for Barry Bonds to be a hitting coach somewhere. I know some people would be like, oh, blasphemous. But um, he was always a good hitter, no matter what 
he allegedly was doing, he was always a good hitter. I mean, he may have become more of a power hitter later in his career because of questionable things, but who cares? He was always so good. And I really, you know, he knows about baseball. And if he could be someone's personal hitting coach, there's an idea for you. (laughs) Mark McGuire has been a hitting coach in the major leagues. So like, it's not unheard of. Yeah. Not unheard of. Um, All right. I think we've kind of talked this to death a little bit here today. I'll leave with this. The Yankees are going to do everything that they have to do to try and make this work. Oh, yeah. There will be a point where push comes to shove, but I don't think we're there yet. Would you agree? I would agree with that 100%. All right. Well, let us know how you're feeling about all of this. Obviously, we dove in deep. Is he the biggest bust in Yankees history? He's getting there. He certainly (laughs) is getting there. And you just hope that there's light at the end of this tunnel for him and for the Yankees because baseball is better when Giancarlo Stanton is good. So let's all root for that as baseball fans. Uh, Again, let us know how you're feeling about this. Of course, you can always text us as well if you so please join our subtext. The link is in the episode description. You get a 14-day free trial. We're also sending out information throughout the offseason, some rumor stuff, only the good ones, some news stuff. We're following the Fall League and Yankees prospects and all that. So make sure to hit that link in the episode description to join subtext again you can try for 14 days you also get fan mail friday priority which returns this friday fan mail friday is back this friday so make sure to stick around coming up on tomorrow's show we gotta talk about some arbitration candidates and uh, what the yankees are gonna do with all 17 guys so make sure to hit subscribe for that and that's gonna do it for today's locked on yankees thanks for joining us i'm steve granato and i'm stacy gotsoulias we'll see you tomorrow <laughs>